Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending where you are located in the world. My name is Johnny Moda. This is the show AV Insider. If you found us again, or if you didn't find us again, you found us on accident. Welcome anyway. As you're well aware of, I'm your host, but the show's never about me. The show, again, AV Insider can be found at raveclubs.com. The show sponsored and brought to you by Taskin. And as I mentioned, the show is never about me. It's about my special guests. Yes, I said guests. Today I have two who are here with me today. I have Jamie Pullen, who is the owner of CAVD, CAVD, apologies, Custom Audio Video Distribution, uh, and Wayne Hyde, who is the technical manager. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Johnny. Hi, hey, Johnny. good morning. Or actually, good afternoon. I apologize. You guys are ahead of me. Good afternoon for us. Good morning for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, typically what I like to do is learn a little bit of a background on the company, but before we talk about the company, I'd like to learn about you both, and since we have you both, let's start with you, Jamie, first. What's a, tell us a little bit, or a lot of it, if you will, about your background. Perhaps this is your first technical job, your first job in AV in our industry, or your first job ever, I don't know, but if you could give us a little bit of background about you, I'd like to fill in the listeners about who, uh, who we're speaking with today. Sure, no problem. Um, not quite my first job. I'm, I'm 42, so <laughs> before. I've been in the AV industry for about uh, probably 15, 16 years. When I first came into it, I was more on the commercial side, um, involved in distribution, but selling more to the channel through things like applications like for colleges, schools, boardrooms, that type of thing. And I enjoyed that, and I got more into the residential side well, more by chance than anything else, really. I worked for Fujitsu, who made oh. the panels, um, but they made a specific series just for the CI channel. And um, working with those guys, it was a slightly different market. I was familiar with the products, but then the market is a different approach to the residential is the commercial. But I enjoyed it, loved it, met some great people, and I've been in the industry ever since. So uh, I worked for a couple of distributors, doing what I do, um, and then about four years ago, um, set up custom AV distribution, and here we are now, running, uh, running our own company, doing our own thing. But um, So the last 10 years, I've been in, in the residential side. Nice, that's very, um, I would say unexpected, especially since you said you came from the commercial side and sort mm. of landed there. I did, it, it, it's, it wasn't by, by chance I landed in the residential, but I'm very happy being here now, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> And, um, and Wayne, if you could, please tell us a little bit about your background as well. Sure. Um, well, my, the work I've been doing once I left school was all related with live concert sounds. So I was working as a touring sound engineer hmm. from maybe 1990 to 2004. And um, in 2004, I just, I don't know, for various reasons, I fancied a change. I'd always like the idea of um, working in a hi-fi shop. So I, I got a job with that. Um, I loved it, having a, a regular job and, and playing still with sound systems, but in a much more controlled environment and, and not traveling, uh, not being away from home so much. Um, then from working in hi-fi, a couple of years passed and that got, I got more into custom installation and moved back to London as well. And uh, so I've worked in sales and project management of custom installation for probably about nine, ten years now. And then just in the last year, I've joined Jamie um, and Claire in the, in the world of distribution. So custom 
custom install button and distribution. So one step back from, uh, from where I was before. First, I was on the front line as an integrator. And now it's that one step back in the world of distribution. And um, yeah, it's going great. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I, I have a similar story where I was an integration for many, many years. And then through um, the times that had changed here in the United States with uh, some of the big schemes that happened and affected everyone across the United States, um, I had to move around. And eventually I landed in a distribution company as well. So I have a very similar concept. I'm not an engineer by any means, but I was on the, the front lines, like you say, in integration and then ended up... Um, in distribution where I am now. So uh, I like to think that distribution, while we're not here on the front line, it's it's a little bit different. There's a little more um, things that people don't typically see uh, as far as work goes to get it done. Obviously, we're not the ones installing and designing, but I guess that really depends on the distribution shop that you work for. So with that, why don't the two of you tell me a little bit about the company, CAVD, Custom audio video distribution. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one then. So, um, in the States, traditionally, you have more of like a, a rep model. Um, yeah. In the UK and in Europe, we have a distribution model. So, um, while effectively both are sort of the sales team for manufacturer, the distributor here takes on a lot more than maybe the rep would in the, in the States. So, first of all, we take, we take stock, you know, so it's a financial commitment for us to have stock here in the UK locally to mm-hmm. react quickly if we're representing an American manufacturer, for example. So we hold the stock here. We take care of all the import and transportation costs and the hassle that goes along with that. Um, product marketing, that can often be a, a joint venture because the manufacturer will want to have their own take on how their brand's perceived, but we represent them here in the way that we think is correct for the local market as well. So we generally work quite close to the manufacturers to make sure the marketing is right for the local market, but also how they would like to perceive, you know, with their own corporate message, if you like. Um, training, we, did, we get heavily involved with training as well. And we have a showroom here, which we're sitting in today. Um, so again, quite an investment for us to have all the kit, kit here on display and be able to demo it to people and have people through for training. And I suppose as a distributor, we're also like the first line of product support, um, including sort of setup and warranty issues. So if something was to fail, we would get the call first and try and fix it and work it out with the, uh, the dealer before we kind of get onto the manufacturer and hassle them. If it becomes a warranty issue where something has failed and we can't do that, then obviously we engage the manufacturer. So there's a fair bit more to do as a distributor than maybe like the, maybe the reps would do locally in the States because it's a slightly different way of doing it. But um, ultimately though, we're both responsible for developing the channel and the sales. Um, and that's how, we, that's how we go about distribution here in the UK. Um, as a company, Custom AV Distribution, um, when I came up with the name, I thought, well, what do we do? <laughs> um, we're, we're doing AV stuff and, and you know, we like to do the customization side of things and, and we're a distributor. So I just thought, you know, we have a, a Ronsil moment. I don't know if you have that over there, but the Ronsil thing over here does what it says on the tin. So that's how we came up with the name, Custom AV Distribution. And as a company, we tend to concentrate on cinema, media room, and now more and more into multi-room, um, simply because multi-room is going into most high-end homes now. Um, most high-end homes here have a decent media room, um, but all of them have dedicated theatres. That's mainly down to space here in Europe, so we can't get quite as much uh, use of real estate as maybe you guys can in, in the 
in, in the States. Um, but most manufacturers go through a, a distribution partner in the UK and the rest of Europe. There are a few like Crestron, Control4, Lutron, who are you know, working across more projects and tend to have the, uh, the clout and the, uh, the ability to employ the local sales staff and their own support structure. So that's in a nutshell what uh, we do as a company and uh, how distribution really works here in the UK. So with your, with your dealer base and such, um, and the training especially, because I think training is huge, right? Not every dealer can be up to par, up to speed with the products that you sell. Mm. Uh, and as far as training goes, uh, is that all hosted within your showroom or do you do like regional type of training throughout the, the UK? A bit of both, really. Yeah. So there are some events that we can go to. Um, so first of all, yes, we have, of course we have we have the best best way of doing it is to come to our showroom where it's all controlled in a in an environment that's been you know taken care of, and you, you hear the product uh, performing its best. We do have some regional shows here that we attend, and that's through Cedia Tech Forums. They're like the road shows around the country, mm-hmm. uh, but that's like a pop up stand for the kind of day, you know, and you get to meet and greet and talk to people and get a bit hands-on with the products, but some of the specialist stuff we, we sell, um, difficult to kind of get, the, get the point across on a, on a pop-up stand other than just sort of talk to people about it. There is a, there's a trade show we attend as well, um, the Essential Install Live show. That's a two-day event. Um, and then, of course, in Europe, we have, we have ISE as well. So a lot of people obviously make the pilgrimage to ISE every year, and that's become bigger and bigger, and, of course, it's outgrown. Amsterdam now and it's moving so um so it's a combination of um people coming to us that being said we're quite proactive as a distributor as well in getting our products in front of people so we're on the road a lot so if we're not seeing people in our showroom we're generally out about seeing people talking about our products and we have a little mobile demo set that we take out uh, a little rack with our amplifiers and our load um, music server in there and and on the end of it we have our speakers so we we can go to people and say look you know this is what we do as well. If you want a full, the full blast, come and see us and, and hear it at its best. But you know, we are able to take certain products out and get it in front of the dealers in their own showroom, give us an hour to set it up, and we'll, and we'll uh, try and blow you away as best we can. So it's a combination of things, really. Cool. I like that. Um, now, I'm looking at some of the brands offered. My question with that would have been, um, I was going to ask, you know, how do you set yourself different from other distributors in your area? And while I don't know any of the other distributors in your area, by just yeah. looking at the brands that you carry compared to some of the distribution that here we have in the States and not everywhere. It seems that you specialize in a sort of a hi-fi, um, higher quality audio video experience with the brands carried. And I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe you can tell me why you pick the brands that you do. Sure. No, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. Cause we, do, we do try and set up our stall that way. Um, so we concentrate around, as you, as you can see, the cinema, media room and multi-room brands. We haven't gone, some of the distributors here in the UK, which are, are bigger businesses than ours, tend to do a bit more um, one-stop shop. So they'll have, you know, um, be involved in more of the project, whether it be HDMI switches, lighting control, stuff like that. We, that's not a route we've taken. Although some of the dealers in their projects now on the AV side, it can be less than 40% part of the AV now because the lighting is so important. We've decided as a company, uh, because of what we like and what we know, is to specialize on the high-end AV side of things. So um, as we go through the brands, maybe in a bit, that will become more apparent. But uh, yes, we, we've, we've purposely um, kept it fairly niche, high-end, 
um, and that's where we will certainly sit for the foreseeable um, unless things change but you know never never say never but that's that's our focus right now okay so um, Wayne mm -hmm. where, when do you get involved in in the projects when things go wrong <laughs> <laughs> which is never correct that's right, never. So I've got the easiest job in uh, custom install. Yeah, yeah. that is perfect. They never go. <laughs> no, I um, yeah, as well. I um, yeah, I'll go and help if if something goes wrong. But it it, it's, it really doesn't happen too often. It's great. Um, we'll go. I'll go to site to help uh, installers, for example, install their first pair of Nikematone plaster over the speakers. Maybe talk to them about that help them get the first pair right, um, then they can install the rest of them. I'll, if we sell a data sat um, audio processor, then most of the time I'll go out and calibrate that for the dealer, get the, mm -hmm. get it, get the room sounding good. Um, I help Jamie with the on-the-road on um, demonstration, so we turn up at the dealers together. He'll talk to the dealer while I set up uh, the network and get the music running, get the speakers in good positions. Um, also, I help a lot with the marketing, um, organizing podcasts <laughs> yeah. and um, helping to get adverts together, helping with the social media. Um, yeah, Jamie lets me get involved in quite a lot of things. We, all, the, all three of us work together and, and share the jobs a little bit as well. I guess I help Jamie with sales a little bit. Yeah, in, in, indirectly. I mean, Crane, uh, sorry, Wayne's got a, you know, he's got an incredible background. And uh, the, when people know that and understand what he's done from, from live music, from hi-fi, things like that, he has, he has credibility that goes down very well with dealers. And from us, for us as a business, he's, he's become incredibly key and he doesn't do himself enough justice sometimes he's very modest but you know and also Wayne does help with pre-sales so you know a guy comes to us and says hey look you know I'm, I'm working on a project it's a x amount hundreds of thousands of pounds as a cinema going in look you know we guys as a dealer they may say well look we we got the lighting sorted we do this we do that but we don't do you know uh, a quarter million pound cinema every day, or even a hundred thousand pound cinema every day. And, you know, not many people do, no one does. But they'll say to us, look, can you just double check this, guys? And Wayne will check that on, like, you know, viewing angles, make sure you've got the right power for the, you know, the amplification, the, you know, the right speakers in the right place. Um, mm -hmm. And the, 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 the market is becoming far more educated, and, and that's great. See, they're doing a great job, and we try and help that with here as well. But just on that, just on that clarity check, dealers will still come to us before... The project goes in and say, guys, would you just, you know, your products are going in here, just double check this is okay, or what would you change? So, you know, Wayne's involved with pre-sales right through, as you said, to calibration of a, of a data set RS20 IRLS10. Um, he's involved through the whole project. So, you know, we, we, we do offer that as a service, which I think is required with the, with the higher-end products that we sell. With some of the dealers out there that maybe aren't as involved or don't have the manpower or engineering staff on board, uh, do they approach you, your team, or Wayne specifically, perhaps, uh, to help with the design, right? Maybe they just, they don't have the experience. Maybe they don't have the, the workforce to accomplish it. Maybe, like you said, they don't do uh, that typical size project or something out of their realm, but they want to sell the project and they look to you for help. Yeah, yeah, they'll come and ask for it. Doesn't happen all the time, but the the um the, the, most of the dealers we're dealing with, um, without sounding pompous, tend to be <laughs> most of the best ones in the UK. Jamie has got a, 
a great bunch of connections that he's built up over the year over the years and, and that's through mainly doing the more higher end products um, and so a lot of these dealers are quite capable but yeah they'll, they'll come to us with questions again where where's the best place to put Nikematone speakers what's the best way to set up the load audio server or, or get it connected um, but yeah they, they do come for help yeah very very cool um, I'm just curious because I'm trying to get a, an understanding of how your distribution model uh, or and team operate there versus some of the uh, distribution here where everyone has an answer to that question that I just asked in regards to design. Some teams perhaps may not offer that while others, yes, that's a, that's a thing that they offer. It's free. Obviously, you want to put your products out there. You want to stand behind it. You want to help your dealer base. You want them to come back. So... Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone does it different. So I'm curious, I'm just sort of trying to understand what, uh, what other services that you offer to your dealers, right? Cause at the end of the day, your distribution, but, um, is, is selling the boxes the best route for anyone's business, your business, or is, is that enough? Right. You know, when you have a staff, like, you know, we mentioned Wayne, uh, does more than he shares uh, or cares to share about, do you offer those types of services, right? When you have that type of uh, staff, on hand mm. is it nice to to offer that service right as an extra added service absolutely i mean you know that the the market's become very competitive over here i'm, I'm sure it's where, where you guys are and you've got to try and differentiate yourself and stay ahead of the competition yeah. and it's uh, we went through a stage here in the uk where uh five to ten years ago about ten years ago there were fewer and fewer um integrators having their own showrooms a few did but it was becoming apparent that the channel was supplying the showroom. So you, you found you had Crestron building their experience center and uh, other distributors around here um, in, in the UK that were building their own facilities. And it, it sort of fell on the channel more to um, help with the sale. And that's, that can be literally building a, sp a space where you can take your client to, um, you know, that, to that level of detail. So if you have a client who, looking to buy a, a decent cinema or an audio system, you may think, okay, look, I work with those guys. They've got a great space. I'll, I'll take them there. It's like a, uh, whether Dee didn't have his own showroom, he felt he had this space where he could take people to. That being said, we've seen a revival from dealers creating their own space the last few years. And to what I suppose to having control of their own environment, you know, and, and knowing it's theirs and having more credibility, knowing it's theirs. So there's been some really nice, there's a couple of them in particular have built some very, very high, high end showrooms in London right now in, in the right areas. So, um, you know, as a service, we, we, we do try and go the extra mile. Everyone says that, but the proof's in the pudding, you know, but um, the people we work with, we built up uh, trust over time and, you know, people, buying to us as people and know we're reliable um, and we won't let them down. And that, that really is really is what, it, what, what, what we do really. So it's, I can't say that's unique because other distributors will have their own relationships and do great jobs with other people as well. We've carved out our own little channel with our niche products and, and, the, and the people we work with. So um, we're happy where we are. Um, we're, we're doing nicely. I mean, that being said, you know, the odd, odd brand or so that may come along and complements our portfolio we're very much open to as well for anyone who's listening to that and likes the idea of our distribution channel a manufacturer um you know we're open to looking at a few more things as well but uh, we are a very very service-led company speaking of the brands that you operate under or with rather and and offer to your dealer base um why don't we talk a little bit about uh, about the brand sort of um maybe 
um, maybe name them and, and yeah. uh, what it is that you like about them and why it is that you offer that brand? I know that's kind of a weird question, but. No, sure, sure. So I, I, I kind of break it into sections. So if we look at the projector manufacturers we work with, so we work with JVC. Okay. Um, obviously a, a, a well-known company, been around a long time, offer a great product within the sort of three to 10,000 pound category as well as when it having their 4K laser Z1 up, up at over 30,000 pounds as well. So we work with JVC. Um, we, we love working with those guys. Digital projection. We work with more digital projection on the commercial side. So um, we do more of that on the commercial side, not, not the residential side. And then screens. We, work with, we represent Stuart Film Screen here, a brand I'm sure you're familiar with over there in the States. Yes. Um, I always love working with Stuart. It, for me, it's, the, you know, it's, it's one of the, the, the best screen there is out there, you know, in terms of engineering, um, the, the backup support, the, the drawings we get, the technical support, and the choice of materials they have as well um, is, is pretty much, uh, I, don't, I don't know of another brand that has that much choice. Um, so they're pretty much, everything we make with Stuart is, is, uh, is bespoke. Um, they have a couple of SKUs that you kind of work from, but then once you get into them, you know, you choose the right screen material for the projector, you choose the right screen material for the ambient light, you know, rejection and, and, and that sort of stuff. So they, they really are a, a great company for us to work with. We work with Screen Excellence as well, which is a UK-based manufacturer of screens. So being in the UK, we like, we like the fact that, that they, do, they do that as well here in the UK. And they have uh, probably, a, um, I don't think Stuart would mind me saying, probably a more advanced technology on the woven fabrics, which are more popular here in the UK. Um, Stuart, you know, they've gone down the micro perf route for acoustically transparent screens. Um, in Europe, the, the, the woven fabrics are very popular. So we, we have screen excellence for that, for okay. that choice as well. Yeah. Electronics wise, um, we work with ADA, who, who make great power amps. Um, we've worked with those for, for a number of years. Um, Datasat, which has been mentioned already. Of course, we have the, the LS10 and the RS20i. Um, they've been a little quieter of recent months, but they've kept up to date with everything, all the latest uh, HDMI standards, um, and we're still doing very well with it here in the UK. It's just a, it's a, it's a great, well-known product that has just been incredibly reliable. That's what people like about, it. and it sounds great. Let's be honest, you know, it's it's one of the key things. So we love working with uh, with Datasat. Um, load audio. Um, Wayne mentioned that very briefly. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. That's, that's that's that will be in the states. They'll be at Cedia as well. And they've been at Cedia last year. Yeah, actually, you, uh, not to stop you. I, I actually I have seen Load. Uh, I work with a, a local rep here to to help with their marketing over here. And uh, okay. I've never got my hands on a piece, but I am familiar. They've been on the show in the past. Uh, they, you know, if you're listening out there, you can check them out on one of my previous episodes. Just get over to rayfubs.com under the AV Insider tab. Perfect. Well, Wayne, do you elaborate on Load a little bit there? Yeah. Yeah, Load Audio. It's um a rack mounted music streaming device. There's, there's a single stream device and then a four stream and then a new version of the four stream device, which has some extra digital outputs and, uh, and, and a better sound as well. They've improved the audio quality even more. So um, load audio is ideal for dealers who want to maybe um, change from installing Sonos and also dealers who are interested in, um, maybe uh, the benefits of load over autonomics, for example. Mm. Um, but yeah, a, a, a custom installation, well, a server, sorry, music streamer that is built 100% for custom installation and integration with control systems is excellent. 
takes up one U of rack space. Uh, you can run up to 64 load net zones. Um, and the sound is particularly fantastic. It's, um, there's quite a few dealers on stateside and over here who are comparing the load audio streamers to LIN and name streaming devices that cost at least twice as much per, per zone. Um, and that's because the guys at Load really have gone out of their way to design the audio side of the product from the ground up. Um, yeah, that, that's Load Audio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, definitely a brilliant, brilliant product. Um, I think they, you know, they're they're getting some more traction over here in the states, and uh, it's something that I learned about recently. So I'm I'm interested, you know, one day when I get a chance to talk to them at one of the shows to. Uh, sort of get my hands on experience with it versus the, all the, all the knowledge that I get from friends versus actually using it. So I have not used one yet, but a lot you're of friends. Like, you're yeah. just using the load app and just get one unit to try at home. Uh, it, it sounds fantastic and is very nice to use. I will it's reach out. Um, I'll, I'll just mention the last of the electronics products that we do. Um, there's a, another brand we just just signed up with an American company, small American company called Cortex VIP. Hmm. Uh, have you come across that yet, I, John? I have not yet. Please tell me about them. What uh, what these guys are doing um, is they're making um, they're bringing a, a complete rack mounted system uh, for for high end home cinema that is built around the, um, the Dolby CP850 audio processor. And from what I understand, you would only normally see this commercial processor used in, in home theaters when it's for decoding DCI content alongside a Trinov or a Datasat. Mm. But what Cortex are doing is they're bringing this product into the into the home cinema to actually be the heart of the home cinema audio so not alongside any other brands and your dolby atmos decoding through the cortex system is going to be the ultimate way to decode decode dolby atmos because it features it of course is the dolby product it features the real dolby chipsets which these other manufacturers no matter how much money as a customer, you pay for these products, just doesn't feature that technology that's in the hands of Dolby. Um, it can also um, feed up to 64 speakers in, in the cinema room. And I think uh, at the moment on the market, that's uh, 32 speakers is the maximum from, from other processors. So uh, there's a lot more to say about it, but... Um, it's early days. We just signed with these guys. They're they're new to the market with this idea, or, or these products. Uh, but we're very excited about it to be able to offer the few high-end home cinemas that do get built in the UK. Um, it, this is quite a serious offering for the audio that we feel is a, a step up from just about everything else out there. Well, I'll tell you what. Once you get them onboarded to the company, you've got some installations out there. You've got some feedback from your dealer base and uh, some more knowledge to share on this company that's new to the market. I would love to have you both back to talk about it and maybe a few more things about the company. Oh yeah, we'd, we'd be very pleased to do that. Thank you. They, they will be at um, Cedia this year, um, oh, okay. working with PMC in the sound room. So if anyone does want to get a, a 
bit of a sneak peek or a bit more um, uh, hands-on with it and understanding from it, then they will be at Cedia, uh, obviously, for coming up pretty soon. Perfect. Thank you for that information. Uh, the two of you, where um, how, how does your business model work? I know you have dealers under you because you're distribution. So what does it take to become a dealer with your company? If you can share uh, that, you made you made it. You know, if you don't want to, I understand. No, that's that's absolutely fine. I I, I just finish off. We didn't we didn't touch on speakers. I just finish off on the brands. Oh, well, well, I apologize. Yeah, yes, yes, please. No worries. Um, so speaker wise, we work with Audio Excellence. Um, okay. You had Patrice Congard on there fairly re on your show fairly recently. Yeah, brilliant man. Yeah in-depth uh, uh, chat with him. So obviously refer back to that one for people who haven't heard that podcast. Um, the DSP thing you mentioned about with, with audio, do you know, just DSP thing. Oh, on the audio yeah. excellence. Um, sorry, how do you mean, James? Just the, the USP part of that. Oh, the USP. Uh, so you, I, I noticed on the podcast with Patrice, Johnny, you, you, about halfway through, you really got deep into the Congard code that Patrice has developed right. uh, his speaker system. And um, we're finding talking about the Congard code to our dealers is, is particularly interesting because he's come up with a very good speaker system, but it's also what really stands out from the crowd is the way it's set up and the way the base is configured, the way the delays are set. There's a few kind of rules that he, you don't have to follow, but you can apply them to setting up the audio excellence system that really gets you thinking about the way we've normally calibrated cinemas, the sound for cinemas over the last kind of 10, 15 years. And the things that we're taught by manufacturers aren't, are, they're, they're good, but then it's worth checking out what Patrice is suggesting. We have his system here on demonstration in our showroom and not just the speaker system, but it's all set up following the Congard code. Hmm. And um, it sounds fantastic. And yeah, like I say, it, it makes for some interesting reading and, and putting the practice, putting it into practice is, uh, is, hmm. is something new to learn out there, I hmm. think, that's uh, worth checking out. And then, um, sorry, go on, Johnny. No, good. Go I would say for, uh, for everyone who's interested on the Congard code and they want to go back and listen to that really quick, just listen to episode 130 of AV Insider at ravepubs.com. But That's carry great. on, please. Perfect, thank you. And then we work with an invisible speaker uh, on our multi-room side called Nakematone. Yeah. It's a Canadian company, you come, you've been, you'll know that one? Yeah, they've also been on the show. Uh, great great oh, wow. man, I like this guy. Perfect, mm. we'll have to look that one up, we haven't heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we, we work with those guys here. They, they, are, they are great guys, and they have quite a slightly unique way of doing it with the sealed bat box and the performance they get. We, we, we're getting some great results with that um, over here in the UK as well. So mm -hmm. that's cool. And our latest signing, which we're incredibly excited about as well, literally just signed these guys, is Dyne Audio. Okay. Um, so traditionally, more of a hi-fi um, speaker, but they've invested heavily into the CI channel um, and they're going to come on. We are quite strong with what we're going to do as an offering. Um, price point sits higher than most other in ceiling, in wall speakers, but it has the performance to, to back that to back that up. We will have that featured in our showroom very soon. We're just waiting to get the demo set up and everything, and we're off to see those guys in the factory um, next month as well. So there's a lot more to come from Dyn Audio, but we're we're really really pleased about that. As a distributor, um, for us to have a product that well, what we were missing as a as a, as, a, as a distributor was just to have a go-to 
good in sealing in wall product. You know, we were missing yeah. that. We have, we have Patrice's product, which is very cinema specific. We have the Kibitones, the invisible speakers. And we've been looking at this for the last year. And we've been sent lots of different speakers from all over the world. And we've done some quite critical listening. And we just said, look, that just doesn't really cut it for us. And we got wind that Dyn Audio were coming into the uh, CI market a while ago. And we approached them through our hat in the ring and have been talking to them ever since. And yeah, really, really pleased to be working with those guys. So it's uh, anything to add on that, Wayne, Dyn Audio? Or... No, to any dealers listening, um, there's lots about the Dyn Audio custom install range on YouTube. Lots of cool short videos that quickly introduce you to the different speakers and how to install them but we're, we're particularly excited about this because we can now suggest a complete multi-room system for our dealers and this is one serious multi-room system so it's with load uh, load audio as the source so a great sounding source as we all know is it's the key to a good sounding system um, that then feeds into our ada multi-channel amps and everyone knows ada sounds fantastic and now we can we're not just offering the nakima tone which invisible speakers but they i mean they sound great but real uh sort of your traditional kind of speakers being in the form of dyne audio that is one pretty serious multi-room uh, system offering you know that, that we're very excited about mm, absolutely so to, just to, just to go back before we carry on uh nakima tone uh if you are not familiar with this brand and you aren't going to go right down to the to the CAVD uh, showroom to, to listen to it and you want to learn about it before you get to that point which I also suggest to go meet up with Wayne and Jamie to listen to them because they are exactly what they said they sound excellent but if you want to hear it straight from Eric Nikila the co-founder and EVP over there go back and listen to episode 54 uh, the invisible tone I named it that because Nakimatone, to my knowledge, is a Finnish word with a hybrid English word spin on it. Nakimatone is invisible, correct? That's right. That's and right. Adding the E makes it English, if you will, on my side of the pond. Uh, for tone, invisible tone. Absolutely that. I mean, we, you're the first person who told us, told us that story back to us. We have to tell people that story. So <laughs> oh, really? It's good, yeah. that, it's good mm -hmm. that you got that. So absolutely, yeah. Finish word, Nakimaton, visible, uh, E on the end, make it that's what sound more music like a tone. Absolutely, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what else What else can we talk about? What else about well, your company is, uh, I guess, a, a little bit different than the rest? Well, the, the last product, well, well, there's two products. I'll, I'll, um, we're nearly done, We're always done. Sorry. And then we'll come <laughs> oh, to that. I apologize. Um, no, 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 it's cool. So... Agat um, is a French manufacturer um, making high-end mirror TVs, architectural TVs. Oh. And we put a lot of these onto marine as well as, as residential. So you have everything from a 13-inch TV right through to a 98-inch TV, in-wall, on-wall, separate media module. That means you can run the cables, you know, sort of five meters away to have the, the panel separate. So if you've got a piece of glass that it could be in a gym or something like that, you don't want to be taking the glass off to get to the TV. So um, I think that the nearest product you guys would have over there would be something like Sura as a, yeah. as, a, as a kind of a similar type to get the idea of the concept. We do very well with it here. We have like six or seven different glass types, three by two meter pieces of glass we can get. Um, as I say, most of that goes into marine and into uh, high residential. But the last product that we, is a nice lead on actually, that we work with that does lead us into being a bit different. 
And you asked us the question a little while ago, how do people become dealers? And I'll, I'll answer that now, really. And we're not, we're not kind of like stuck up or pompous. <laughs> um, but at the same time, we don't just sell to anybody. I mean, all right. our products are pretty much, um, you, won't, you can't really Google out stuff. I mean, and find it certainly being sold online. You, you'll probably find the odd review for something, which should be good. And they may put a, a suggested retail price on there, which, you know, fair enough. But you'll never get to know what the trade pricing is. And, and things like that. So um, our products are probably um, at a certain price point that we attract the dealers we want to attract is probably the best way of, of, of saying it, you know? So yeah. that being said, if, if, a, if a dealer has the right client um, who's looking to, you know, go high end, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try and help as best we can with those guys. But we don't have a set structure to come on board with us. Um, it really is sort of self-police with the kind of products we sell that they kind of just set themselves apart. I uh, hope that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. And, and the last product that um, we're going to talk about is a home theater environment. Um, so there's lots of products out there that will do um, uh, acoustic packages, if you like, whether it be a, just a panel or a, a stretch fabric type scenario for a cinema. Um, home theatre environment is, a, is an Italian company, um, Riccio Conti, he was one of the guys that introduced Cedia to Italy. Um, he's come up with a, a much more developed concept of how to get the best performance from a room and also the aesthetics to match. Um, and I think that product really does set apart how good a theatre can look and sound. Um, Wayne, do you want to give a bit more detail on the actual mechanics of it? Sure. What, what he's offering, Johnny, is, um, is not just acoustic panels that you fit, fit to the wall and then you need to stretch the fabric over. That, that's, that's very common in our industry. Um, he's going to build, in, in the most basic system from HTE, you would take an empty cinema room, the empty concrete room, and um, he's going to build four walls of acoustic panels from the floor to the ceiling, the front wall, the back wall, the left and right wall. And he's going to mount them all um, at least, say, four to five inches away from the original wall. So you're going to have this gap all the way around. Of course, the client loses a bit of space in, in, in that room, but all the speakers will then mount on the wall behind the acoustic panels. You can do whatever you want with your cabling around the back of these um, acoustic walls that he's built. And you just, end, you just end up with this incredible room when you walk in. It's a, it's a home theatre environment. It's not a home theatre deadened within an inch of its life, like a recording studio. <laughs> it's not something that you're going to feel, I just want to watch my movies in there. You end up with a mixture uh, of uses for the room that, that families love to use for playing games with the kids or hanging out in doing things and, and but uh, just a great environment for watching movies. And, and these rooms, you end up with often like a nice balance of timber or wood veneers, as well as soft furnished paneled walls, um, niches down the side um, to put ornaments on. It's very livable. I urge anyone to have a look at the Home Theatre Environment website and see the rooms that have been made. And, and quite a few of your dealers may have 
experienced home theatre environment um, at Cedia yeah. trade shows. He's always there with, with one of his rooms on demonstration. Um, and uh, yeah, that's something really worth looking into. I, I, Jamie and I believe getting involved with home theatre environment is the easiest way for a dealer to deliver a beautiful, great sounding room. Uh, normally you'd have to, it takes a lot of work to do that normally, but with, uh, with this service, you, it's just done for you. The product, the room is designed in Italy, created in Italy, so all built, hand built to order. And then if you like, uh, Maurizio will come with the team to install that room for you. Hmm. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot to say about it, but um, mm. a, a, quite a unique offering, I think, especially over here in Europe, very unique. That's the last of the brands, Johnny. <laughs> I think you're thir- 12 or 13. Then. Yeah, we got through everything there. That, that's, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time on this stuff. Um, so what, what's next for your company? That, this will be the last question. What's, what's next for your company? Yeah, good question. Um, we're still quite young. I mean, the company's only going sort of four years. Yeah. And you know, attracting the likes of Dyn Audio, we're very proud of. And, and the companies we work with now, we're very proud of. Um, uh, really more of the same of what we're doing um, and, and trying to grow the business in our own specialized niche way. You know, um, we don't want to uh, try and take on too much too soon, mm-hmm. but uh, we would like to be working with a few more dealers and doing higher end, you know, and then doing those high end projects. So, you know, it's been a very good start for the first four years, but I think it's more of the same as what we're, with what we're trying to do. You know, we'll, we'll evolve as things change. Um, and we're seeing more like we're seeing more more dealers come back to us now for retrofit. So if someone had a theatre maybe four, four to six, ten years ago, now they're looking at things like obviously upgrading 4K projection. Now we're seeing people coming and saying, "Can I have more speakers for the Atmos?" Things like that. So there's a natural progression there to even add on to what people have already got. So um, for us, particularly as a company, I think we'll stay the planet to say niche, high end and and see where that takes us but we're also small and nimble enough to change a to react to dealers and be very hands-on if they need us but also react to market conditions if things were to change you know we're not we're not too big to adapt to something you know if the industry throws the curveball in a couple of years or something you know we're there to adapt and and, and change things so we'll, we'll see how the market develops i mean things are looking like people are becoming much more um, energy aware here um, and become much more greener. So people are much more, uh, feel it's their moral duty to, to look at these things. So power consumption, things like that is, are things to be considered in the near future for us, I think, as well. So um, yeah, a few, a few little things like that. All right. Well, don't always take my suggestion, everyone out there listening, but if you're looking into power consumption and things like that, there are multiple options and there are different ways of doing it. I don't want to drop names to any one specific route. So maybe do a little bit of research first. And I have a feeling that CAVD is probably going to be a good place to start when they start uh, helping you with those projects there. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I'd have to say on top of that, aesthetics are so key for us. So mm. when we take brands on now, we're really thinking about, yes, performance box has to be ticked. Is it up to the standard we want to work with? You know, yeah. and we've rejected a lot of things that, you know, it's a, the aesthetics now are so key um we're in the uk for sure in europe we're finding interior designers architects you've got to you've got to try and make the best of the space available in terms of size and form factor it's got to look good and sound good so you know we're we're very driven by aesthetics hence why working with home theater environment 
and things like that become quite key to us. So that's, that's, a, that's a big thing for us moving forward. Cool. Now for people, whether they're dealers, uh, inquiries on new dealers or people in your area who want to learn more about your company or in, in, uh, curious about how to become a dealer, what is yeah. the best place for all, these, all of them to go and learn more? Uh, go to our website, www.cavd.co.uk. Um, you will get all our brands listed there, our contact details, a little bit about us um, as a resources section. So dealers can, uh, can, can, can uh, download some of that information. But by all means, there's a contact uh, number or an email on there. Reach Perfect. out. We're very happy to hear from people. Mm -hmm. And we're happy to hear from new manufacturers that may have some cool ideas. You know, as I say, uh, if there's people listening to this and think they like what we do and how we implement what we do right now, and they think it would be complementary to our portfolio, Again, please feel, feel, feel free to reach out to us. Very, very cool. Thank you both very much for your time, Jamie and Wayne. I, I do appreciate it. Thank you for your education. Thank you for everything you do for the industry. And as I mentioned, when your company grows, you've got some new product offerings. So you've got some very unique ideas or applications. I would love to have you back and discuss any or all of them. Mm, thank brilliant. you, Johnny. It's been brilliant. Yeah. To uh, This is the first time we've done a podcast together. Definitely uh, Jamie's first podcast. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, no, it's just, thank thanks you for, for the, having us. Yeah. Thank you for being <laughs> My pleasure. I appreciate it. And, and lastly, for everyone out there who's, uh, who's a little more social like myself, if you want to check them out on Facebook, you can. It's facebook.com forward slash custom hyphen AV hyphen distribution. They're also on the Twitters at CAV distribution that's cav distribution good word uh word wordplay wordplay there yeah. and uh they're on linkedin check them out as well as on youtube check them out there if you want to get a little uh hands-on video you're a more visual person you want to check out some product demos and explanations Excellent. that's a great place to start uh, for everyone who has any inquiries for me you love you hate the show you want to send me hate mail i'm open to all of that I just don't want any spam. So you can send me an email at Johnny J O H and then Y at ravepubs.com. And pretty much for the most part, with the exception of Snapchat, I'm at J M O T A three. That's my first initial last name, the number three, J Mota three. You could Google my name, Johnny Mota, but on Snapchat, it's simply AV underscore insider. Everyone, this has been AV insider. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next show. We'll see you around.